What is good, everybody? Welcome to one of the most anticipated one more sleeps that we have done. We're, we're just throwing it on live. Why not? That's what we're going to do today. You know my voice. It's the scarf. J.R. Lieber here with Defenders of the Bank. If it's the night before the match, you know it's time for one more sleep. And sitting to my left on my screen and all the way out in beautiful Burbank, California, world-famous Philomonster Studios, the namesake, not many people know this, the namesake of Philomonster Studios is actually one Christian Philly Philomon. Hello, Los Angeles. Hello, lovers of Major League Soccer. Hello, lovers of the beautiful game. And hello and happy Saturday to the millions. And millions. Of Defenders of the Bank listeners. Look, 24 hours from now, Scarf. We're going to be loud, energetic, and jovial. And we will need to be because tomorrow, like every other home game that we've played and every home game that we are going to play in, we are all tasked with something very important. We are all tasked with defending the bank. I don't give up if it's Busquets, Alba, Messi, or Jesus Christ out on that pitch. We will not get pushed around in our house, regardless of how dignified our guests are. We are all in this together, defenders. And after tomorrow, when Messi is asked, who is the toughest team, the loudest and most passionate fans, and the roughest environment that he's played in since coming to Major League Soccer, he will forever be reminded that it's Los Angeles, BMO Stadium, and LAFC. That was the place that he walked out of upset. I know, defenders, there are a lot of you out there tomorrow that it's going to be an emotional one. You grew up Barca fans. You grew up Messi fans. And this is one of those amazing sporting moments in many of our lives. And it'll go down in history. But mark my words, Messi is not your friend. He isn't going to play nice against LAFC. And Miami is not your club. Enjoy the moment, but it's LAFC, the club over any player. Black and gold will reign over black and pink because when black and pink comes into our house, they go home black and blue. All right, guys, you heard it all from Philly. I'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Sorry, I'm just kind of pumped. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, hey, I, I didn't get a chance to see black pink when they came to perform. And I'm a little bit more interested in this black and pink. Obviously, this is being billed as El Rey versus the GOAT. And of course, look, whatever you feel about the Cristiano Ronaldo versus Messi debate, when the guy wins the World Cup, he closes the book on the debate. I'm sorry, it's over. I'm going to offend half our listeners just by saying that, but that's fine. Look, I got a chance to see Lionel Messi out there in practice today. You know what he did? He, he touched the ball like four times. It was a 15-minute window when they were stretching, and uh, that, that was pretty much it. I got to hear Tata Martino answer a bunch of questions in Spanish, and I have no idea what he was asked, and I have no idea what he answered. Uh, and then uh, Robert Taylor was super gracious. I asked him a very hard-hitting question uh, that I will share the video with Defenders Nation later on. But look, here's the bottom line. This is the Beatles coming to play in your town, right? This is Elvis. This is Tiger Woods playing at your, your golf course that's down the road from your house. This is a massive deal. We're not trying to downplay it. But at the same time, what Lionel Messi, and I guess he plays with an entire team, right? We're not just playing Messi. What Inter-Miami needs to understand is they are coming into BMO Stadium to the defending MLS Cup champions in our house in front of the 3252, which, by the way, do not get it twisted. Don't try to wear Argentina. Don't try to wear anything other than black and gold 
Otherwise, you will be given the boot. And, and look, yeah, you might have thought, oh, I scored a $500 ticket in the North End. This is perfect. I found a way to get in the game for cheap. Yeah, you're going to get relocated as well because they are not going to allow anything like that in the 3252. And I got to say, I can't wait. Philly, there's got to be something up the 3252 sleeve for this match. Maybe it's a TIFO. Maybe it's a chant. Maybe it's something. I just can't wait to see what the chorus of the black and gold have in store for Inter Miami and Lionel Messi. Whatever it is, it's going to be a reminder that, yes, Messi's taking this league by storm. But at the same time, we're still, until proven otherwise and until this season is over, we're still the defending champions. And I don't care what Inter Miami has done early on in the season. I don't care what they've done during League's Cup. I don't care that they're in the final of the U.S. Open Cup. None of that matters. I don't care about Messi, Alba, Busquets. This is another team and another game in which we want to win. And that's the bottom line. Inter Miami's had a great run of games. In their last five, I mean, they, they've gone undefeated really since Messi came in. Tata Martina has only lost one game, and that was to St. Louis even before Messi uh, upon taking over the helms from Phil Neville. But at the end of the day, this is a team that's hungry and a team that's going to come through. And while we're all going to be amazed at the spectacle that is Messi, one of the greatest players of the world, we're the defending champions right now. We're what matters. Sure, all these eyes are going to be on us, but don't forget the fact that we're the champs and we need to play like it. We need to think like it. Dignified guests are going to be plentiful in BMO tomorrow, but we're still the defending champs and we need to be reminded of that. We need to remind that team they're not going to push us around. All right. Now, this stays between us, Philly, because, you know, this is just between us, uh, what we're doing right now on the Internet. You need to make sure you can stay level headed tomorrow, my friend, when you're personal messy. And I'm not saying who yet, because I, I want to let you let the cat out of the bag, maybe on the podcast. But when your personal messy comes to Bebo tomorrow, I just want to make sure you remember, keep keep your pants on, my friend. I love you. Uh. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm I'm as excited if if like if this person actually shows up to BMO. I'm as excited for you as I think I am to watch the game tomorrow. Uh, it'll be fun. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet because I don't know how many people are there and I don't want to I don't want to ruin it just in case. And I also don't want to get overhyped. And at the same time, I'm a cynical New Yorker and I don't believe things unless I see them. That's that's just how we are. That's how we are born and raised. Well, look, uh, Philly, seeing is believing as we get uh, get headed to BMO Stadium for tomorrow. Look, Inter Miami, you mentioned it, right? They haven't lost since Messi came in. They didn't win their last game, though, the nil-nil effort against Nashville where Messi was obviously held scoreless and without an assist the first time he has not had a goal contribution in a match uh, for Inter Miami since coming over. This is a club that at least now maybe you start to see a little bit of the grind catch up to them a little bit. We know that this will be the last match for uh, for Messi for the last couple at least because he's going to be going off to the Argentinian national team with two other major league soccer players. It's not just Thiago Amada anymore. It's Alan Velasco getting the call in as well, which is kind of neat. Good on him. We've gotten to see him play a few times uh, over the course of the season. So this might be the last gasp, best effort for Inter Miami and their playoff hopes. Because like you mentioned, Philly, everything that they have done up until that Nashville game had no bearing on their MLS Cup regular season. And look, I'm sure Messi will tell you, because he's only won 44 of these things in his life, that it doesn't matter how you stack the trophies. It's that you're stacking the trophies. And obviously stacking the League's Cup trophy, and he'll try to add the U.S. Open Cup trophy uh, to Inter Miami and his own personal trophy case as well. 
those have already got him into the Champions League, right? Those have already got things taken care of for next year. So I don't even know how concerned Inter Miami, Tata Martina, David Beckham, uh, Jorge Mas, and Messi and friends are even really all that concerned. I don't know how concerned they're going to be, Philly, with their MLS Cup run because they have such little margin for error. And with Messi leaving for the next two games, I think their MLS Cup run is all over. But what I'm looking forward to is LAFC stamping that run out right at BMO Stadium tomorrow. You're right. I think they the math goes as such. I think they win need to win seven out of the next ten games. Once we hand them a loss, it's not going to hurt them in terms of their standings. I mean, it could, but it's certainly going to be another game. Ecuador and Bolivia are going to be Messi's next targets as yep. a member of Argentina. And for those of you who think that the World Cup champion, the defending one, automatically qualifies for the next cup. No, that hasn't been the case since the 2000s. So Argentina has to focus their uh, their efforts on Ecuador and Bolivia after this. So obviously that's where Messi's ideas are going to be. Now, as good as they've been, the fact of the matter is they're 14th place in the East, 27th overall. They are 6-14-4, all right? And they're not very good on the road. And obviously you can't hold that against this current contingent of players the minute Tata Martino took over and obviously he got the uh, players that he did they've turned things around since Tata came to the helm six three and one is Miami's record and he's a coach who's at the top of all of this a proven winner in this league 2018 coach of the year in the 40 match 40 matches coached uh phenomenal record um in his time and obviously we can't forget the fact that he did win MLS Cup with Atlanta United. But the odds are stacked against Miami, and the odds are going to be stacked against them tomorrow because I don't know what the Vegas odds are, but if you're smart, you're going to put your money on LAFC because they are not winning. I've said that three times. That's how confident I am. (laughs) Yeah, and look, this isn't a club that's obviously just messy, but he did bring two of his friends over, and Sergio Busquets, by the way, Busquets, a lot taller in person than one might think. And Jordi Alba, obviously two legends from his time over at Barcelona and in Europe. But they've also got Joseph Martinez. And don't fall asleep on Joseph Martinez just yet. The fastest player in Major League Soccer to get to 100 goals. And you mentioned Tata Martino taking home MLS Cup with Atlanta. Well, you better believe that Joseph was the talisman along with an incredible Miguel Almiron at the time. That was a really fun Atlanta United club that... Honestly, in our first few years, LAFC was really looking to replicate a lot of what Atlanta United did fresh out the gate, and that was in large part due to Tata Martino. That being said, DeAndre Yedlin on the back line, amongst others, gives themselves a very formidable back line for Inter-Miami. This is a club, you mentioned it, throw out all the records and everything else from before to the Tata Martino era. Tata Martino era started. Yeah, that's easy to say. This club is different. This club is... Of the last 10 games, this is who we think they are. And it has nothing to do with the last place club that had been floundering at the bottom for the remainder or for the earlier part of this season. Benji Kramaski, he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Robert Taylor is going to be a lot of fun to watch. (laughs) There are lots of very, very, very good players. But the bottom line is they've got to come into BMO. We know, at least we think, right? Giorgio Chiellini rested and healthy for this. And I think that is going to be massive. We have our own Neo who sees the Matrix the way that Lionel Messi sees the Matrix out there on a Major League Soccer pitch. So, look, if you're asking me to play chess and I've got Giorgio Chiellini and Carlos Vela and Denny Bowanga and a healthy midfield, 
We have no idea yet, Philly. I don't know. You may know what's going on with uh, Cheeky Palacios yet. I think we're, we're going to touch on that in just a little bit. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens in this match. And, and I'm going to make a prediction. There are going to be goals. Lots and lots of goals. That's fair prediction. I will say upon reviewing the um, the press pl- uh, the press kit for tomorrow's matchup, there yeah. are no players that are listed as injured, questionable, right. or excused in terms of absences. Right. We've got a full, healthy roster that's going to be competing against Inter-Miami. No Mamadou Fall. Obviously, the big news that we haven't talked about with all y'all yet is the fact that he's getting loaned out to Barcelona. Uh, we'll talk more about that on the next episode of Defenders of the Bank. But we've got a full staff. Uh, there's no mention of Chiqui Palacios being excused. Uh, there's no mention of Jesus David Murillo or anybody else suffering from anything lower extremity-wise. So we should be good to go. And one benefit that we also have going into tomorrow's matchup versus that of Inter-Miami, we've had a little bit more rest, a little more time off. That match that Miami tied against Nashville was on Wednesday. So I can tell you, obviously not from the perspective of a professional athlete, but a human being, um, when you're older, the ability to recuperate quickly kind of fades. And so having played a game on Wednesday, their older guns are obviously going to need that massage gun and that hyper bolt and a little bit of R&R, maybe some time in the uh, in the uh, in the freezing chamber or whatever it is that they call those things. We're chilling. We're good. We're healthy. And that's really important. Before we get into players of the game, you mentioned Robert Taylor. I couldn't help but chuckle. The college basketball fan in me remembers Robert Tractor trailer who once played for the University of Michigan and I believe I think he was with the Charlotte Hornets for a little while if I'm not mistaken but he's a much bigger man than this uh, this Robert Taylor yeah and you know what not nearly as nice I've never met him before but I can tell you Robert Taylor was very nice he was very cordial when we interviewed him uh at the at the end of practice today so you're absolutely right let's get in to our players to watch now Philly I assume you of the low-hanging fruit my friend are taking the goat. I'm not sure. I haven't seen. I don't get the benefit of seeing what Phillies are. He gets the benefit of seeing mine. So poop on Philly. But (laughs) I'm going to go with Joseph Martinez. And I'm going to go with Joseph Martinez because he's going to see a number 10 out there in Carlos Vela who took his mantle as the best player in Major League Soccer. Carlos Vela, when what he did in 2019 by breaking Joseph Martinez Martinez's record and then by winning the championship last year put to bed any thought of a Joseph Martinez and Atlanta led dynasty well now Joseph goes to Miami back with his old head man in Tata Martino and now he gets to join forces with the superpowers that are Lionel Messi Sergio Busquets Jordi Alba and all the other players that we mentioned I think this is a game where Joseph Martinez might not even start. Joseph Martinez might come off the bench in like the 65th or 70th minute, depending on what the score is. And I have to be honest, I think that's an incredible embarrassment of riches on the bench of one Tata Martino, because I think that is the perfect way to use a little bit of an older Joseph Martinez now. So I think we really need to be careful of Joseph Martinez, the former all-time leading single-season scorer in Major League Soccer and one of the very few players in our league's history to make it to 100 goals, Joseph is going to be the man to watch. And you know what, Philly? I said screw it. For week after week, 
I got on the Brian bus and I rode that thing straight Thelma and Louise style off of a cliff, my friend. So you know what? It's time for some Mario magic. I'm calling it. Super Mario and all of his black and gold brothers out there, he's going to net at least one in this match, and it could be a big one. The Pistolero is going to need to set his sights on Drake Calendar and that goal, and I, I firmly believe this could be the match where we go, all right, Mario Gonzalez, he's good. Scarf doesn't need to get any more gray hair over worrying about a number nine really being a number nine. I absolutely love Mario Gonzalez in this matchup, and hey, Maybe we even use him in a way that they're using Joseph Martinez, and it could be a nice little chess match between Steve Chirondolo and Tata Martino. I like it. I'm surprised that you did choose Mario Gonzalez. Yeah. I, uh, you should listen to me a little more often. I remember when I told you it was we were watching, I think the most recent player that I had this conversation about, when we went to our first couple of Angel City games, I was like, that's Savannah McCaskill. She's special. And you're like, ah, nah. And then lo and behold, Savannah McCaskill <laughs> is doing Savannah McCaskill things. By the way, congratulations to Angel City. Undefeated in the Becky Tweed era. So yeah. I, I'm glad that you mentioned El Pistolero doing a Shooter McGavin thing. Now, yes, I like to dish out the low-hanging fruit here. But I'm going to surprise you, Scarf. I am going to surprise Very you. Very disappointed. And- you got to find the button first. Come on, switch that yeah, side. Yeah, that's the- <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. All right, so... <laughs> So my players to watch, first and foremost for LAFC, is Carlos Vela. Look, he needs to have a very big game in order for us to be successful. Denny Bowanga obviously is our leading scorer, but let's not forget, over the course of the regular season, Carlos Vela has bagged nine goals, and he leads our team with seven assists. He's made a significant amount of contributions to LAFC's bottom line, and he's going to need to play a big game. And the nice benefit about him is he's had time and tenure competing against Lionel Messi. During his time, I believe they say that he went up against him on 13 different occasions. And quite frankly, compared to the rest of the MLS roster, and big shout-out to our buddy Alex, who obviously did an exhaustive amount of research, there's seven or so players on LAFC, along with our head coach, by the way, who have had time, experience, or they've seen Messi. So all of the hoopla, a lot of our players aren't going to fall into this and they're not going to be deer in the headlights because they've seen this man. But in order for us to win, Carlos Vela is going to need to come up big. I don't necessarily mean he needs to score a goal, but he certainly needs to contribute. And as far as inner Miami is concerned, look, it's, we all know Messi, Alba and Busquets are going to do their thing. The one player, the other player that's really impressed the heck out of me is Drake calendar. He's been a fantastic keeper for them, but I want to keep my eyes on the 18 year old from Miami. Benji, Benji Kramoski, who's played in 20 games so far this season with inner Miami started what 20 or uh, 14 of them. He's got one goal and four assists and uh, he's going to be playing with a little more gumption because he recently got called up by Greg Halter to represent the United States on the national team front, along with Drake Callender. So here's a young man that is, I think, has something to prove, and he's going to be really excited and really confident going into this match. And while we all focus on the trifecta of stars that Miami has from Barcelona, what makes this team great is the fact that Messi can make players like Taylor and Kromoski really good. So keep your eyes out on those players, because we all know who the focus is going to be on. Look, we're also both going to be watching Lionel Messi. Let's not try to think that we're trying to be smarter than any of these other pundits out there. Can't wait. But you're absolutely right. Look at guys like Robert Taylor and Benji Kramowski and all of that. 
Absolutely. Philly doesn't like uh, punctuation or uh, apostrophes here, but that's okay. Look, key to the match is real simple. I got, I got two for you. Number one, don't watch. That's our job. We sit in the stands. Philly may be sitting in the press box. I don't know where. I don't know who's sitting where for you and I, Philly. But we, we get to watch. And afterwards, we'll talk about it on episode 273 of Defenders of the Bank, the LAFC podcast now heard in 104 countries around this planet. We'll do the watching. There are going to be players out there, 19, 20, 21 years old, that you and I know, Philly, had Lionel Messi posters up on their wall. I don't know if kids even buy posters these days. Maybe it was their their, their backdrop on their phone, whatever it might have been. It was Lionel Messi. You and I know that there are going to be players whose parents have talked to them about how wonderful Lionel Messi, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba are. Maybe how great of a coach Tata Martino is. So it's going to be pretty tough for some of these young guys out there. I'm not worried about it from Giorgio Chiellini. I'm not worried about it from Kellen Acosta or Ilya Sanchez. I'm not worried about it from obviously Carlos Vela or Denny Boanga, players who have played up against him time in and time out. But I'm not going to lie. Am I a little worried that maybe Stipe Buk or maybe Mati Bogush or Nathan Ordaz or Eric Duenas could for, I don't know, four seconds in the match, the wrong four seconds, just look one way and all of a sudden the ball's back over here. I'm a little worried about that. It's something that as a 19 or 20-year-old, granted, cat out of the bag here, I'm not 19 or 20, nor am I a professional athlete, and there are many reasons why. But I'm a little worried that we might get caught in one of those ball-watching moments at some point because it's simply Lionel Messi doing what Lionel Messi does. And that leads me to my second thing. No matter what, close down space. Lionel Messi doesn't need space. But if you give him or any of his friends too much of it, then he will absolutely and they will absolutely punish you time in and time out. We've seen it. We've seen Lionel Messi need a quarter of a half of an inch of an eyelash, and that's all that he needs to put it in the back of the net. So we got to close down space and don't get caught watching. And I, I think we'll be okay. That's one of the advantages I mentioned early on is the fact that we did have, what, seven or so players, including a gaffer who's had time against Messi. So I don't think that many players are going to be all that star-studied and googly-eyed over Messi. But, yeah, maybe a little likes of a Nathan Ordaz. But we have that advantage. My keys to the game are simple. Avoid cheap fouls outside of the box. While watching that game against Nashville, there was a play in which Messi had room to run and Dax McCarty practically tackled him. Now, one would argue that in Major League Soccer, that is a great tactical foul. But more often than not, that is a kick to the junk because Lionel Messi is downright lethal. I believe the statistic went as follows. Messi has five goals from free kicks. No other team in Major League Soccer has more than two. You foul somebody outside of the box, give Messi any kind of space, he can bury it. Avoid the cheap fouls. That's something that I think is very, very important. And in a game like this, a game where three points are on the line and we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of the season, a tough mentality is very important. I don't care that the uh, guest coming into the building is a World Cup champion and one of the most decorated athletes, one of the greatest players of all time. Sure, we are lucky to live in an era where we get to see the likes of a Lionel Messi. None of us were really around, some maybe that listened to this pod, that really got to see Pele in his prime. 
Some of us may or may not have gotten to see Maradona play live in his prime, but we've gotten to see these guys, and that's been a joy. But at the end of the day, we're still the defending champions. And when this team plays the way that we know they can play, nobody can beat us. The only team that can beat us is us. So strong mentality is extremely important. The only team that can beat us is us, unless you foul Messi outside of the box or anybody else, then it gets dangerous. I hope you're right. Uh, and definitely, look, that's that's when all the cameras will go up. That's when all the slow-mo video will start. That's when everyone will worry about an ESPN moment. If you give Messi that ball 30, 35 yards from goal, it doesn't even matter. He, he can definitely do something special with it. All right. I said there would be goals. And I'm going to put my prediction where my mouth is. I don't know if that even makes sense. Uh, 3-2 LAFC. I think that this is going to be one for the ages. I think this is going to be an instant classic. I think this is going to be the one, uh, one of the matches that Apple TV puts on their highlight reel for the season. Number one, it will be the first time that Inter Miami loses in the Messi era. Mark it down. But number two, I think we're going to see all the superstars do all the superstar things. I think we're going to see plenty out of Carlos Vela and Denny Bawanga. I think we are going to see plenty out of Lionel Messi and Joseph Martinez. And I think it comes down to one main fact. We are playing this match at BMO Stadium in front of the 3252. I don't know what the rest of the 17, 18,000 plus is going to look like. Will there be many of the Messi Messiahs in the stands? We know that for sure. How many pink number 10 kits will there be? I'm going to go out on a limb and say way too many. But what I do know is that we have the chorus of the black and gold, the best supporters section in North America, the 3252 and that their extra bit of effort and energy. And I loved what I saw Sergei Palencia say on ESPN yesterday when he was on ESPN 710 with Mason in Ireland. He said the 3252 just make you find an extra two or three more sprints that you might not know you had. Well, against a player and a team like Lionel Messi and Inter Miami, we're going to need those two or three more sprints. We're going to need that X factor. And yes, to me, I'll take Steve Trundolo over Tata Martino. To me, I'll mm. take our roster of 25 guys over their roster of 25 guys. Mm. But I think what sets us apart in this match is that razor-thin margin and playing at home, and like you said at the very start of this, I don't care what it's called anymore, defending the bank. That's all our job tomorrow. We're defenders of the bank. Y'all are defenders of the bank. Tomorrow's an important, important match. My score prediction, and mainly I changed it because we can't constantly have the same darn score really? prediction, is the fact that we're going to win two to one. There are going to be goals that are being scored. But like Justin said, and like we have on the screen here, if you're watching this on YouTube, we got to score first because more often than not, we end up winning games in which we score first. I said that Miami is going to come in tired as, and, and they're going to play tired because they played on Wednesday. Now, from what statistics have shown, they've made, they're a team that maintains possession. Over the last nine or so games, they've maintained position more than 60%. So we're going to obviously look to catch them on a counter. But I think because we've got so many younger players on our squad and you have 
Energizer bunnies like Denny Bowanga running out there just nonstop. We can wear this team out. So we may need to change things up tactically. But that being said, Miami's going to come in with heavy legs. They're going to get one, but we're going to seal this deal two to one. And like you said, we are going to hand Messi his first loss within Major League Soccer and uh, Miami's third straight loss against LAFC. Historically, they have yet to beat us. Historically, they have yet to score a goal against us. One of those things is going to change and it won't. And and I'm thinking it's going to be the clean sheet, but they're not walking out of the bank with a W. Our house, nobody comes into our house and pushes us around. And as I mentioned earlier, tasked early all of us with defending the bank. And for those of you who love Messi, and I know there's so many of you out there that do, leave that fandom at home. Tomorrow, our club needs us. You're not going to hop on the 110 to get down to Fort Lauderdale to see your goat. You're not. You weren't able to easily hop down on the 110 to get to Camp New. You weren't able to go see him at PSG. He is awesome, but he is a figment of all of our imaginations because he's been on TV. Sure, we get to see him live and in person, but it's LAFC. It's club over anybody else. And don't you dare, please. And I know nobody who listens to our show is going to do this. No inner, no inner messy jersey with LAFC hats and leave all the pink stuff at home. Leave all the pink stuff at home. Black and gold tomorrow. No pink. Yeah, two to one. Yeah, tomorrow's not the day. We had the, that pink training equipment that came out. What was that, 2019, 2020 or so? Please don't wear any of that tomorrow. I get it. It's got an LAFC crest on it, but we know what you're really trying to do. Yeah, look, and here's the other part, Philly. Remember, this is Los Angeles, right? We're used oh, to guys oh, oh. coming in, <laughs> right? We're used to guys coming into Staples Center. We're used to shutting down the likes of, I don't know, the Dwayne Wades, the Carmelo Anthony's, the LeBron James's before he joined us, uh, all of the great basketball players that come through uh, at uh, at Staples Center, oh, it's crypto.com, whatever the hell it is now. We're used to, and, and here's the best part. Eventually those superstars, they come to LA, right? Ask Wayne Gretzky, ask LeBron James, ask ask all of these megastars because there's something about being in LA that just makes it the place to be. We're used to these major stars. Now, look, he is on a different plane. He's on a different stratosphere. You're absolutely right. But that being said, everybody, please, black and gold tomorrow. Black out BMO. Black and gold, no pink. Philly's got 2-1 because I guess we both predicted 3-2 and he didn't want to be the same. I got 3-2. We're going to see some some goals. We're going to see a really fun match. And, yes, we are going to see the GOAT, Lionel Messi, lose to the black and gold tomorrow at BMO. That's all we got. Do we have a cool guitar riff we can play? Uh, just I want One last reminder before I get into it. Last reminder from Philly. Black and gold reigns over black and pink because when black and pink comes to the black and gold and thinks they can push us around, they go home crying black and blue. There we go. I love Now that. I got to find that cool Philly guitar. Philly wrote that down so we had to read it. It's one of those things. Yeah, yeah wow. I did have to write that down. It was on the toilet prompt here. 